You're listening to another premier old-time radio program at Padango.com and also a proud member of the Blueberry community. Another Humphrey Camardella production. Here's Mickey Rooney, Louis Stone, and Faye Holden in The Hardy Family. We're proud to present The Hardy Family, based on the famous Metro-Golden-Mayer motion picture series, which brought delight to millions and reflected the common joys and tribulations of the average American family. And now here are the same great stars in the parts they created on the screen, Louis Stone, Mickey Rooney, and Faye Holden, the Hardy family! Judge of the Cardinal Court. Life can be pretty hectic and trying at times. That's why I enjoy my home more than a good many people, I imagine. My wife, Emily, is the most understanding woman in the world. And my son, Andrew Hardy, is, well, I'm afraid Andrew defies accurate description. But there's nothing I like better than to come home after a hard day, enjoy a good meal in the company of my family, then turn into a nice soft bed for eight hours of blissful slumber broken only by soft, bright morning sound like that. James, the alarm clock, wake up. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I, I, I hear it a minute. Where is the crazy contraption? Ah, there we are. Good morning, dear. Yeah, good morning. Emily, it's pitch black. My watch must have stopped. It says only five o'clock. James, I do wish you'd get a new watch. Why, it's five minutes after five. Yes, yes, I guess I should. Emily, five o'clock in the morning. Why'd you set the alarm for this hour? Well, have you forgotten, dear? Andy's starting out today to look for his new job. Well, Emily, my dear, you'll never find it in the dark. Oh, well. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I thought we should give him a good send-off. Well, 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 well. Look at the sleepyheads. Hope you don't mind my breaking in like this, but got to get out and hit the ball. Man in business can't fritter his time away in bed. <laughs> I think I'll just put her away in a couple of hours, if you don't mind. Oh, not at all, Dad. Ah, beautiful morning. Ah, smell that fresh air. Well, I, uh, I can't smell anything but that night-blooming jasmine. Huh? Andy Hardy, did you get into my good bottle of jasmine cologne? Uh, Mom, just a oh, couple of drops behind my ears. <laughs> Andrew, perfume behind your ear. What kind of a job are you looking for? Dad, there's... There's more to it than just having your shoe shined. An applicant for a job can't look droopy. You ought to smell good, too. <laughs> uh, to think that I look for work with just a clean pair of socks. <laughs> Got to make an impression, Dad. Do you have the company in mind that you're going to work for, Andy? Mother, Mother, the old-fashioned way is for the company to select the employees. Oh, no, 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 Dad. That era is definitely dead. 
I'm going to handle this in an intelligent, mode, modern manner. Well, Andrew, if you'd like a little advice from a man who's old enough to be your father... Oh, sure, Dad. I, I've got an open mind. Uh, I've always found that a young man starting out in the world should be grateful for any opportunity. Take any position, no matter how small, and prove something to yourself first. Dad, if you don't mind my saying it, you're a little long hair. Well, Andy, your father just had a haircut yesterday. <laughs> well, Emily, long hair is simply an expression in the uh, mode modern manner. Is that right, Andrew? That's right. No, no offense, Dad. No, it's all right. It's all right. I'm open-minded, too. But uh, tell me, just how did you expect to approach this job problem? Simple. Start from the top. That's the smart thing. Get there and make it while you're young enough to enjoy it. Well, that's commendable. <laughs> but a lot of organizations seem to feel that a man should start with a lesser position and sort of grow up with the company. Not me, Dad. I'd rather start at the top and just remain in a beautiful rut. <laughs> this time of the morning. Take a good look, Polly. Don't you notice something? Well, you've got that cat away at the canary look like the first time you kissed me. Polly, for gosh sakes, that sort of thing is for kids. A, a man with an important new job doesn't go around kissing girls. Oh? But I don't start my job until tomorrow, so pucker up. <laughs> right out here on the front porch. I kiss on impulse. This morning, I'm loaded with impulses. <laughs> Come inside, please. All right. Now, what's this about an important new job? Not a job, Polly, a position. Oh. I've just been handed a very responsible position with the Carvel Magnesium Company. Junior executive. Oh, Andy. Really? Mm. What did your father say? Oh, I haven't told him yet. He's in court, and I won't see him until lunchtime. That's why I dropped by to see you, Polly. <clears throat> Got a million big things on my mind, urgent business matters, you know. I... I thought I might relax here for a few minutes. You're a nice, dull, restful sort of girl. <laughs> well, lie down somewhere and go to sleep. Go to sleep? No, I couldn't sleep with all my worries. Say, Polly, does your father happen to have any pills around here? Pills? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know executive-type pills, nerve pills, indigestion pills, any of those things? Uh, no, I don't think so. Daddy's only a minor official with his company, you know. Fortunate man. I tell you, Polly, I can't take this terrific executive pace. Got to get out of town for a couple of weeks this year. But, Andy, you said your new position doesn't start until tomorrow. Polly, these things are way over your head. Oh, I don't know, Andrew Hardy. It'll be a struggle, but I think I can manage to follow you. Seriously, girl. There's something I've got to talk to you about. Come, sit down here on the Davenport beside me. Goodness, you sound so serious. Oh, you've got to be brave about this. I don't think I'm going to be able to see you much anymore. We oh. move in different spheres. You in your land of girlish make-believe, and I in the upper stratosphere of high finance. Andy, hmm? move a little closer. Wall Street is calling me, Polly, and I know you won't stand in the way. A little I've... closer, Andy. Well, how can I talk over stocks and bonds, sir? Ticket tape, if Kiss you... me, Andy. I'll tell Shanaconda Coppers. Miss Wall Street is... There. Now you were saying, Andy? Polly, where did you learn to handle big businessmen like that? (laughs) 
Sanders. Nice of you to come and have lunch with me. Dad, I've got a position. Well, now, I guess this is an occasion. Sit down, sit down, son. I'm a junior executive with the Carbo Magnesium Company. <laughs> Big outfit, you know, a million dollars a year. Well, that's fine. But I didn't think they'd pay you that much to start. <laughs> oh, Dad, that's what they make. Oh, uh, it'll probably take me several years to work up to a figure like that, I figure. Well, Carbon uh, Magnesium Company. Uh, yeah. Well, that's one of the <laughs> most promising new organizations. Yeah. Andrew, what is that awful piece of chewed-up leather hanging out of your mouth? Uh, oh, uh, this uh, it's a cigar, Dad, junior executive size. Oh, I see. I suppose that's the proper thing. I wouldn't really know. Oh, it's the right thing. Uh, you, you care for one? No, no. Oh, no. Well, thanks. Tell me, do they come all limp and soggy like that? <laughs> no, no, you, you work them into this condition, you see. <laughs> An executive never has time to light a cigar, then. It's amazing how much you know about those things, son. Are they nice people at the magnificent? I, I, I don't really know. I got the position over the telephone. You mean that you just called up and they gave you a junior executive's position? Yeah. They told me I'd have to wait three days for a personal interview, so I just called them up. <laughs> Well, that's amazing. Not at all. Simple business psychology. But what I really dropped in for, Dad, was to have a little man-to-man talk about uh, money matters. Well, Andrew, man-to-man, I don't think I can spare any today. Huh? Uh, oh, wait. I, I, I don't mean that. I want to discuss giving you some money. Ah, huh? well, man-to-man, that's the kind of a man-to-man talk I like. Yes, I plan to contribute to the house from now on, so I'd kind of like to see how you split up the loot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd like uh, a breakdown on the family budget. Oh, oh, see, see, see. Well, I got the books on the house right here in my desk drawer. Ah, here we are. Household accounts and budget for the current year. Mm, I figure on my income after deducting expenses incurred in running my own affairs, of course, uh, contributions and things. I'll be giving you at least, oh, um, $5 a week. $5 a week? with all that money. Oh, Dad, if uh, there's any left over, just put it in the retirement fund for yourself. I... I'd like it that way, Dad. Well, that's mighty thoughtful of you, Andrew. <laughs> nice to have that kind of security. Now, let's see how we'll spread this $5 of yours around. Food budget for this month is $120. Mm. We'll put a dollar of your money toward that. <laughs> $120? Dad, we're going to have to cut down on this expensive eating. Yes, well, I don't think quite cut it down to a dollar. Now, uh, what did you say to a dollar toward clothing? Dad, how are you going to dress anybody on a dollar? Well, I wouldn't even buy Mom a small hat. My son, you have just learned one of life's most difficult lessons. Dad, you know, I, I don't know how you've been doing it all these years. When I think of all the money I've taken from you, you must have invested a fortune in me. Well, Andrew, I never made a whole lot of money. My children, you and Marion, have been my main investments. You're my fortune. Gosh, Dad, you and Mom, you're... You're pretty special people. No, 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 no. We're pretty ordinary people. Well, just the same. It's about time I took some of the load off of you. From now on, you can count on me for... Six dollars a week. Jamie, 
James, I think it's just wonderful the way Andy went out on his first day of job hunting and was made vice president of a big amnesia company. <laughs> oh, no, Mother. He's only a junior executive and it's a magnesium company. Well, well, so long as he's happy, that's all that matters. Yes, yeah, and I'm very happy, too. Uh, Emily. Yes, dear? Do you remember how I was when I was young? Well, you were a little awkward, but very nice, James. Oh, no, I, I mean mentally. Was I bright, quick-witted, as smart as the young fellows are today? Well, I don't know about that, dear, but you dressed nicely. And you always had a good mind, James. Although you were a little slow on some things. I was? Yes, you just didn't seem to grasp certain facts. Good heavens, Emily, what facts? Well, you just couldn't seem to get it through your head that we were going to get married until I practically came right out and told you. <laughs> yes, maybe I was a little stupid at that, Emily. Oh, no, no, no. You got the idea awfully quick, dear. But I just can't understand how a young fellow these days could make a telephone call and wind up with a junior executive's job. Oh, no, isn't that a coincidence? You know, Andy did just that very thing today. I know, I know, Emily. That, that's what I'm referring to. You know, my court calendar's clear tomorrow. Now, why don't we take a few hours off and go downtown and drop in and surprise Andrew on his new job? <laughs> oh, I think that'd be wonderful. Oh, you'd be so proud. Right, fine. I've just got to see what a junior executive does. <laughs> Magnesium Company. Just a minute, sir. I'll switch you to his office. Go ahead, please. Gee, Myrtle, it certainly is thrilling working at this company. Don't get excited, kid. You only started yesterday. Oh, I know, but so many handsome men and lots of big executives and things. You'll get used to that. Everybody in this place has a title. They give you that instead of money. No fool. <laughs> yeah. Take Mr. Franklin. He's the first assistant to the secretary treasurer. Gee. He's a bookkeeper. <laughs> Tomorrow we've got a fellow, Andrew Hardy, coming to work as a junior executive. And he's only the office boy. Oh, no! In a moment, we will return to the Hardy family. But first, a word from your announcer. And now, back to the Hardy Family, starring Mickey Rooney, Louis Stone, and Faye Holden. Well, Andrew starts to work as a junior executive this morning. Why, it's hard to visualize. I still can't help thinking of him as a very young boy with his feet in the clouds and his head in a whirl over the latest dance craze of souped-up hot rods or some other strange and mysterious thing. But Andrew's growing up. Owner this morning, he said to me... Dad, a man my age is foolish to waste a lot of time on girls. I should be thinking of women. <laughs> uh, it's hard for me to imagine Andy 
walking into the Carbon Magnesium Company to start his new job. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me, miss. Yeah? Young lady, I'm a junior executive at this company, reporting to my job today. <clears throat> Hardy's the name. Andrew Hardy, uh, where's my office? Gee, I don't know, Mr. Hardy. Terrible inefficiency. I'll take care of that. Yes, sir. Uh, by the by, do you devote yourself exclusively to this organization, or is your mind always on your boyfriend? Oh, no, sir. I don't have a boyfriend. Good. I'll take care of that, too. <laughs> See you later, honey. Yes, sir, Mr. Hardy. Uh, oh, uh, a boy. Boy, come here a minute. Are you calling me boy, boy? Yes. Notice you're bothering that secretary over there. Bad, very bad policy. Yeah, but good, very good secretary. <laughs> Just what is your position with this company? Well, I'm in charge of office details, the paper clips and things. Hmm. <laughs> Got in through a relative, huh? Who are you? Son, I'm starting a very responsible job here today. Oh, huh. pardon me. I'm sorry, I didn't know. It's all right. Uh, uh, whose office is that over there? Mr. Jordan's uh, third vice president. Oh, been with the company 26 years. 26 years, and only third vice president. No wonder, he's never in his office. I'll move in and you, uh, you find him a new office, huh? <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Oh, uh, young lady, uh, step into my office, please. Yes, and it wouldn't hurt to bring a pencil, too. I'm ready, sir. Ah, good. Come in. Uh, take your memorandum to all secretaries. From now on, all secretaries will report to me every evening before going home. What and all secretaries... What is ringing, sir? Interruptions. Always interruptions. I'll take it. Uh, my gosh, five telephones. No wonder this guy Jordan never has got anywhere. He spent all his time collecting phones. It's the one on the I, end. I know, I know, I know. Hello? Mr. Hardy speaking. Who? Washington calling collect? Then refuse it. This company can't afford to waste money on long-distance calls like that. Mr. Hardy, that may have been one of our representatives in Washington. Well, he's on salary. Let him drop the nickel on his end. (laughs) Ah, my girl, there's going to be a lot of changes around here very soon. Hardy! Uh, Where's this Hardy? uh, I'm Hardy. Uh, Can I be of service, sir? Yes, you can get out of this office immediately. Now, just a minute, old man. Let's not have a scene. This is a business office. If you can... I know that, and it's my office. Well, it's... Oh. Hardy, who in the name of thunder are you, and what are you doing in my office? Mr. Jordan, I'm the new junior executive here. I I know it's a hard blow to you, but I'm afraid you're being pushed aside to make way for new blood. (laughs) Uh, There'll be new blood around here, all right, and it'll be yours. Lenny! Lenny! Oh, yes, Mr. Jordan, you scream? Uh, I mean, you call? (laughs) You know this fellow, Hardy? Oh, yes, Mr. Jordan. He was hired yesterday over the phone. Yes. He's the new junior executive office boy. Uh, what? Oh. Oh, there must have been some mistake. I... You bet there is. Get him out of here and put him with the carbon paper and pencil sharpeners. What? what? Yes, sir. Come along, Mr. Hardy. Oh, wait, wait. Office boy, sharpen this pencil, please. Yes, ma'am, but I... I just sharpened it. Well, I just dotted an I with it. I don't like dull pencils. Yes, ma'am. Office boy, where's that cup of water you were bringing me? Uh, right, right, yes, sir. Here it is, sir. What would you, what would you like me to do with it? Drown yourself in it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Look, I don't have to take all this for $15 a week. No. You can quit any time. No, no, I can't do that. I, I told too many... 
just can't. Well, listen, everybody, listen to this. The family of one of our more prominent junior executives has dropped in to pay a call on him. They're in the lobby. Well, who is it, Myrtle? Judge and Mrs. James Hardy and Miss Polly Kennedy. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Send, send them away. Tell them I was called out of town unexpectedly. Oh, not at all. Show uh, them in, Myrtle. Wait a minute. We can't wait keep a... the family of one of our top men waiting. No, please, I, I don't care for myself, but you can't embarrass my family like that. It... Have you been telling little white lies to the folks? Been telling great big fat purple ones. <laughs> well, calm down, Hardy. Relax. We'll all go along with you. We won't give anything away. You won't? Gosh, would you do that? Absolutely. I'll never forget it. Oh, okay. Here they come now. Ah, hello. Hello, Mom. Dad? Uh, Polly? Uh, oh, Andy, we just couldn't resist dropping in for a minute. Uh, well, son, it's good to see you with a big responsible organization like this. You must be getting quite a kick out of it. Uh, you should only know the kicks I've been getting. <laughs> well, Polly, it's nice of you to drop around, too, dear. Oh, I'm so proud of you, Andy. You've just got junior executive written all over you. Uh, Andrew. Andrew, isn't uh, this young man one of your associates? Huh? Oh, oh, yeah. Mr. Lenny Barton, I'd like you to meet my mother and father, Judge and uh, Mrs. Hardy. Lenny. Oh, how do you do? Very glad to know you. Well, it uh, certainly was nice of you to drop around, uh, folks. Mr. Hardy. Uh, uh, yes, uh, son? Isn't there another member of your family? Hmm? Andy, I think Mr. Barton means Polly here. Oh, well, uh... Now, now, how would you like to go outside? Uh, uh, Mr. Hardy. Uh, yes, Barton? I'd <clears throat> love to meet the young lady. Yes, I know. Well, folks, how about going outside? Mr. Hardy, have you seen the office boy around here uh, lately? Lenny Barton, this is Miss Polly Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. Oh, Andy, we only drop in for a minute. I know you must have a million important executive things to do. Yes, we just dropped in to wish you good luck, son. Uh, well, don't go so soon, Dad. I'd ask you to go into my office, except for some men there in there, fixing it up, redecorating, you know. <laughs> yes, you should have seen it before Mr. Jordan got here this morning. Oh, it was a mess. Uh, Mr. <clears throat> Jordan? You mean Bill Jordan? Yes, sir. Why, I believe I know him. Uh, I think I'll just drop in, say hello. Uh, Dad, wouldn't you rather go outside and wave to him from across the street? <laughs> oh, office boy. Mr. Jordan wants to see you right away. Oh, office boy? <laughs> mm, well, I, I, I haven't seen him. <laughs> Stop clowning and get in Mr. Jordan's office. He just found out that you ruined a big deal in Washington this morning. Uh, oh. Andy, you're the office boy? <laughs> yes, Mom. Oh, but Emily... Emily, there's many a president who was once an office boy. Oh, really, James? Who? Uh, well, let's let's put it this way: there's many a president who should have been an office boy. <laughs> Dad, uh, I didn't know. I I was going to tell you later. If... Oh, Andy, I'm afraid we shouldn't have dropped in. No, Mom, it's it's all right. I just found out I wasn't as important here as I thought. Oh, but Dad, I yes, son. If Mr. Jordan is going to do what I think he's going to do, I may be able to swing a good assault and battery case your way. Moment, the Hardy family will return. And now here again is the Hardy family. 
Well, son, you've had your first experience in the world of big business. The whole thing was a misunderstanding. That's why I resigned. I, I learned one thing, though. You just can't close big deals over the phone. Well, I think it was very noble of you to accept the job and go through with it anyway, Andy. Thanks, Mo. You know, folks, you've, you've been swell about this. You're right, Dad. A man ought to start at the bottom and work his way up. Well, that's very intelligent reasoning. But I think the most important lesson you learned was humility. That's a very important factor in deciding a man's career. I feel like a first-class schmo. Oh, no. <laughs> I do. Well, don't feel too bad. I've been saving a little surprise for you. The Carvel Magnesium Company's been calling for the last several hours. They have? Yes. Very anxious to have you come back. Report the first thing in the morning, Mr. Jordan said. Ah, well, you see, I guess they realized that things began to hum around there when I started. Why, I'll have Andrew, that... Andrew, 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 now just remember. <laughs> Humility, my boy. Oh, oh, sure, Dad. I'll go back tomorrow and sharpen pencils like they've never been sharpened. See you later, folks. I'm going over to Polly and tell her about the good news. <laughs> Oh, James, wasn't that sweet of the company to call and ask Andy to come back? Yes, yes, Emily, but... Well, I guess they know the value of a young man like Andy, even if he's only the office boy. I guess so, Emily, but... I guess they just found they couldn't get along without him. (laughs) That's right. Mr. Jordan said that Andrew had the only key to the men's lounge. Family, starring Louis Stone, Nicky Rooney, and Faye Holden, is presented by arrangement with Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of Battleground, starring Van Johnson, John Hodiak, Ricardo Montalban, and George Murphy. The Hardy Family is written by Jack Rubin and Jameson Brewer, from characters created by Arania Ruberall. Direction is by Thomas A. McAvity. Original music was composed and conducted by Jerry Fielding. 